In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 10, where I'll ask the question, how did God call Jeremiah? Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 10 says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a youth. For to all to whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Imagine what it would be like to be Jeremiah when you are in your youth that you are told by God that you would be his mouthpiece, that you would be speaking for him to the nation. It's almost too much to even consider, almost too much to bear. And yet, this is precisely the message that Jeremiah receives first from the Lord, that he is going to be the one that God uses to communicate his message and his word to his people. This is both a great honor and something that's a little bit terrifying if you're the one receiving this message. So here are three thoughts from Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 10, answering the question, how did God call Jeremiah? Thought number one, atemporally. Now, that's a pretty nerdy word, atemporally. Essentially, what it means is that God called Jeremiah without regard to time. The Lord tells Jeremiah, I knew you when you were in your mother's womb. God tells Jeremiah that he had selected him for this purpose, to speak to the people of Israel before he was even born. The Lord himself is over and above time. This is why you have phrases about him like a day to him is as a thousand years and that sort of poetic language to indicate to us that the Lord is over and above time and is ultimately in control over time. This is why when the Lord speaks to Jeremiah, he can do so knowing precisely what is going to happen. Thought number two, confidently. Jeremiah, when he hears the word of the Lord, says, I don't think I can do this. I'm not qualified. I'm not old enough. I'm not properly educated. I'm not the one. Sort of like Moses when the Lord first calls him to lead the people out of Egypt. But the Lord tells Jeremiah, he says, no, you are the one, and you're going to do exactly what I say, and you're going to do it with confidence. And every word that I give you, you are going to proclaim, this is what is going to happen. So you can take all of your little excuses, you can take all of your doubts, and you can toss them out the window, because I am the one who's going to make all of this take place. It's almost a courtesy for the Lord to tell Jeremiah, I'm going to use you as my prophet. It's something that he's doing regardless of how Jeremiah feels about it. He doesn't need Jeremiah to be a willing participant. In fact, he is in control of Jeremiah's will himself. So when Jeremiah makes his excuses, I don't think I can do it, God. The Lord says, no, you're going to do it, and you're going to do it confidently because I am going to make that happen. Thought number three, 
authoritatively. Now, here is this young man that the Lord is calling into his service, and the Lord tells him that he is going to be over and above nations, that he is going to be more significant and more powerful than these giant groups of people. And that's got to be really hard for Jeremiah to wrap his mind around, that he, somebody who is young, somebody who's probably not the one you would expect to be the prophet, he is going to have authority over an entire nation, that he's going to have the ability to pluck up and destroy and then to replant and rebuild. And that's the sort of introduction to the entire book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is the weeping prophet, the weeping prophet because he has to proclaim the destruction that is inevitably coming upon the nation. But within that is also this hope of a final restoration that the Lord is going to bring about. Jeremiah is authoritatively called by God to be an authoritative voice speaking the word of the Lord for the people of Israel. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Jeremiah chapters 1 through 6. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.